a second and let's give Jesus a massive shout of praise. Jesus, we love You. Jesus, we praise You. Lord God, this morning we desire that You would speak directly to our hearts, Lord God. We don't just come here just to do church, Father, but we are the church and we want to hear and listen and lean in to what You want to speak to us this morning. Father, may our spiritual ears be open in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's take our seats. Now you've got to promise me something this morning. We can hear the rain on the roof. You've got to promise me you're not going to fall asleep on me. <laughs> if you see someone having a little bit of a shut eye, some of you are really good at that, just give the person beside you a bit of a nudge and say, did you get that one? Did you get that point? Did you write it down? <laughs> That's all right. We've all been there. We've all been there. But it's all good. Well, um, as Pastor Jared said, we are starting a brand new series this morning. And um, life can be hectic sometimes, right? Life can be really busy. And do you ever feel like sometimes that life is trying to grab your attention? From breaking news articles to keeping fit and healthy to having a clutter-free and tidy house and um, to keeping up with the latest fashions and trends to work lists that seem never-ending to health concerns that seem to creep up on us. There's so many distractions in life, right? And um, what we can prioritise can easily get out of order. And um, this series is called First Things First. And over the next few weeks, we're going to look at the importance of prioritising God first in our lives and reprioritising some of life's demands. And if you read through the Bible, you know it's pretty clear about where God should be put in our life. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and He will give you everything you need. In a world full of distractions, God's Word says to seek His kingdom first. And it doesn't take Einstein to understand that the world often has very different priorities to what God prioritises. You know, the world's focus is often on the external things. We are constantly bombarded with body image projections. It's time to get your beach body in order. You know, we are bombarded with the importance of you need to be successful. And people say to you, and what is your job title? You know, the media inundates us with fears and worries about the latest sicknesses out there. Yet God's focus is totally opposite. He focuses on things of the heart. He has an internal focus. And I don't know about you, but I can fall into the trap easily of the world's focus. I can focus on the external things. 
If I let myself, I can become really discontent with what I have and I can strive to want more. But God wants us to prioritise spending time with Him and the internal work He's doing in each of us. God's desire is for us to grow and to mature in our walk with Him. As a church, uh, sorry, as a, as a family, we've actually just been on annual leave this week and we had a little mini getaway um, to a family member's farm. We thought this is going to be fun, we'll take the kids out bush. So we went out to a place called Surat, which is not far from Roma, and um, we got to explore about 7,000 acres of countryside on motorbikes. Um, I'm not much of a motor, I, I, I rode the quad, that was happy, I was happy with that, um, and in the back of a ute. And the kids loved it, they had a blast. What I loved though was the quietness of the farm, apart from the noisy motorbikes. <laughs> um, but I could hear the birds, I could look into the sky and I could watch the clouds move I don't know if anyone's like me, but you're still a kid at heart and you look at the clouds and you see creatures and animals and all that kind of thing in the, in the shapes of the clouds. But I even stood on this damn wall and I was able to see this mama duck with her little tiny ducklings and just enjoy it. But as I stood on this damn wall and I looked across this beautiful broad horizon... And I was talking to God, I walked away from the family at that point and I was talking to God about life and and I felt like he said, there's so much more ahead. And it got me pondering and thinking, if God has so much more ahead, am I ready? Are my priorities in the right order? Am I seeking his kingdom above all else? Am I seeking his kingdom first? Am I growing in him and allowing him to produce new fruit in me, ready for the seasons to come? And as I spoke to him about this and the message that I was preaching today, I believe that that was also for us as a church. God has so much more ahead for you, for you, for you, for all of you. And he has so much more ahead for me. But what we need to do is we need to keep our priorities in check so that we can be fruitful. You know, when we put God in first place in our life, we start to understand that he desires to do an internal work in us. As believers, we understand that we are rescued by Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Where would I be without him, right? This is a salvation journey. You know, we are fully accepted and we are fully loved by him. We come to him just as we are and we receive the Holy Spirit. As we continue to walk with God, the Holy Spirit lives inside of us and wants to work within us to mature us and to produce new fruit. And if our heart is soft, God can work in us. But the thing is, at times, our heart becomes hardened. 
Life can be really, really hard, really, really difficult sometimes. We can face so many different challenges and we can actually sometimes even feel distant from God. We can wonder why we can't hear Him speaking and why fruit isn't developing in our life. What I found interesting while away at the farm was that some of the paddocks were actually being ploughed ready for crops. And my brother-in-law was wanting to grow more oats for the cattle they had on the property. And I found out that there's a bit of a process when it comes to growing crops. Firstly, these paddocks needed to be examined to check how the soil was. Then they ploughed the fields. You know, they were working these massive long hours. One of them started there at six o'clock in the morning and didn't finish until eight. And then um, my brother-in-law actually went out at night and he started at 10 p.m. He took his coffee with him and he didn't get back until 3.30 in the morning. I couldn't believe though that they were so dedicated to the soil preparation process, all to see new growth. And God spoke to me about sharing about our hearts being similar. We need to be intentional about checking the conditions of our hearts, ready for what He has ahead for us. And I think this is something that we don't do regularly enough. We need to check the conditions of our heart on a regular basis. So this morning, I wanted to encourage you guys in your faith journey in checking the condition of our hearts. So firstly, the first thing we need to do, just like the farmers were going out and examining, we need to evaluate. We need to evaluate the condition of our heart. 2 Corinthians 13.5 in the Amplified says, test and evaluate yourselves to see whether you are in the faith and living your lives as committed believers. Examine yourselves, not me. Sometimes we want to examine God, don't we? What are you doing, God? What are you doing about this? We need to examine ourselves. Or do you not recognise this about yourselves by an ongoing experience, that Jesus Christ is in you? unless indeed you fail the test and are rejected as counterfeit. You know, evaluating where you are in your Christian walk is a really good thing to do. I think sometimes we can easily just coast along, flatlining in our faith, yet God desires us to grow deeper and more intimate with Him, being more aware of His voice and leading in our life. And when we take the time to evaluate, we stop to ask God, what areas of my life require growth? What areas need healing and restoration? Areas like, who do I need to forgive? What offence do I need to let go of? What area of my life am I struggling in? Is it anger? Is it addiction? Is it feeling abandoned? It's taking the time to evaluate Where do I spend most of my time? Is God my priority? Perhaps it's even time to reevaluate and reshuffle your priorities to put God first. Is your gym time taking over and you find it too hard to spend time with God? Do you spend too much time on social media or binge watching Netflix? 
oh, these are hard, right? <laughs> and struggle to find time to spend time with him. <clears throat> it could be that you love spending time with people, but you put people first before you put God, your God time first. What I've found in that, in when I've done evaluations of my own life is that even when I think I'm doing okay, often, ever so gently, God reveals an area to me that may require some growth. He brings no condemnation, just love and encouragement and guidance of how to get through it. So once we've evaluated where our heart is at, the second area we need to do is cultivate our heart. In Matthew 13, Jesus talks about the parable of the sower. This is from verse 18 to 23, but he talks about four kinds of attitudes of the heart. And he talks about the farmer planting the seed. I'm sure many of you have heard this parable before. But he starts by talking about seed falling on the path, which represents people who haven't fully understood the good news of Jesus and haven't taken it in. Satan comes and snatches the seed away. The second um, analogy I guess he gives is the rocky ground. There's too many rocks, not enough deep soil. The seeds spring up quickly, but then the sun comes, withering them and scorching them as they had no roots. So we'll continue to read in Matthew 13, 22 to 23. And the one on whom seed was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the worries and distractions of the world and the deceitfulness the superficial pleasures and delight, sometimes love the amplified version for that, of riches choke the word and it yields no fruit. And the one on whom seed was sown on the good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands and grasps it. He indeed bears fruit and yields, some a hundred times as much as, as was sown, some 60 times as much, and some 30. When we're distracted from the things of God, when we put external things first with the worries and the cares of the world and superficial pleasures, we produce no fruit. When we are too busy to cultivate the soil of our heart, we become like a tree or a paddock with no fruit or crop. You know, you may have a desire to help others and support others, but if you're not allowing God to move in the soil of your heart and to soften areas which need ploughing, there will be too many thorns around and growth will be non-existent or limited. You know, it's vital to cultivate the soil of our hearts. Farmers will say that good cultivation offers beneficial results significantly affecting the growth of plants and crops. When we cultivate our hearts, we prepare ourselves for growth. Want to know where to start in cultivating your heart? Start with a conversation with God. Listen to what he is saying to you about the condition of your heart. Start with some scripture. Ask God to reveal to you what do these verses mean? 
How can I apply this to my life? Meditate on his word. You know, sometimes we can read scripture and feel really, really confused. Get alongside somebody. Ask a pastor if they can sit with you and help to actually understand that scripture more. Maybe be able to cross-reference some of that stuff and actually help apply it to your life. Be accountable to someone about the areas that you've evaluated and how the soil of your heart is being cultivated. So once we've evaluated where our heart is at and start to cultivate and prepare prepare our heart for growth, then it's time to germinate. You're liking these eight words? (laughs) We need to allow the Holy Spirit to germinate or grow and develop areas of our life. Seeds germinate when they have adequate water and light. If you were to evaluate your life, would you say that you get adequate water and adequate light? Jesus says in John 8, 12, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. We can go to him when life seems dark, when times are tough, when we feel ashamed, when we're trying to hide our sin. We can go to him. He is the light who guides our way, who gives hope in the darkness. You know, Jesus was also talking to the crowds in John 7, 37 to 39, and he talks about being the living water. Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, anyone, can you get that? (laughs) Anyone, not some, just some of you, anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scriptures declare, rivers of living water will flow from his heart. And it says in brackets there, when he said living water, he was speaking of the spirit who had been given to everyone believing in him. But the spirit had not yet been given because Jesus had not yet entered into his glory. We get adequate water and light by spending time with God, by putting God first, talking with him about what's in our heart, what we find challenging, what our worries are, by thanking him for what he is doing in our life, by praising him even when life isn't turning out how we imagined. As believers and people who have been rescued by Jesus, We have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. We have rivers, not just a little tiny little bit, but rivers of living water flowing from our heart, teaching us, guiding us and growing us. Sometimes we can go, yeah, but you know, I'm doing a lot of growth. Have you seen how much growth has happened in my life? Yeah, the scripture talks about it's God who does the germinating. 1 Corinthians 3, 7 says, So neither is the one who plants nor the one who waters anything, but only God who causes the growth. 
He who plants and he who waters are one in importance and esteem, working towards the same purpose, but each will receive his own reward according to his own labour. For we are God's fellow workers, his servants working together. You are God's cultivated field, his garden, his vineyard, God's building. As co-workers, we might plant and water seeds in our own life or in the lives of others, but the Holy Spirit is the one working in their life and in our life to produce the growth. To germinate new growth or seeds that have laid dormant for some time. You know, church today, some of you might have had seeds in your life, promises that have laid dormant. Well, God wants to help you this morning to stir up the soil in your heart. He desires to work internally in you to produce good fruit. Galatians 5, to 23 in the voice says, The Holy Spirit produces a different kind of fruit, unconditional love, joy, peace, patience, kind-heartedness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. You won't find any law opposed to fruit like this. Man, I read that and I need a lot of that in my life. I don't know about you. So what fruit will you ask God to germinate in your life today? Every single one of us are on the growth journey. None of us have arrived. And as we spend time in His Word, listening to the leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit, we develop and we grow. Has He been gently revealing to you areas that you need growth? You might say, Jen, well, I feel like I'm at this downward spiral and I don't even know how to get out of it. Do you know the Holy Spirit wants to guide you out and He wants to grow you forward into all truth? Are there areas in your life that you're unreceptive to? Unreceptive to God growing you? Are there areas that maybe you don't trust God? He desires to access all areas of your heart and He's someone who can be trusted. When we feel like growth is too hard, the Holy Spirit comes alongside of us, working within us, encouraging us to keep going. And with His help, we can do it. The funny thing is that I was looking over these and I felt like God had given me these points. Um, But I was looking over my message, my message even, um, and you know, the evaluate, cultivate and germinate in the order they have actually is ECG. And an ECG or an electrocardiogram actually records the electrical signal from the heart to check for different heart conditions. What's the condition of your heart this morning? Is it time to evaluate? Does your heart need some cultivation? Are you ready for God to germinate your heart and to produce more fruit in you than you could ever imagine? 
Maybe this morning you stand here or sit here and you think, Jen, this is all great, but I don't even know that I know this, this Jesus that you're talking about. Well, can I tell you this morning, if you're sitting here this morning, if you're listening online, that He loves you, that He wants to have an intimate relationship with you, that He has plans and purposes for your life like you could never imagine. You perhaps have been trying to figure this all out on your own, doing things in your own strength, but He wants to come and live inside you. He's given us the gift of the Holy Spirit and He wants to give you His strength this morning. So we're going to pray this morning. How about we stand this morning? God, thank You. Thank You that You're moving in people's hearts this morning. Father, thank You that You give us the ability to be able to evaluate our hearts. Father, thank You that You speak to us, that You help us to be able to cultivate, that You speak through Your Word, that You speak through other people to encourage us. Father, that You speak directly to our hearts about the areas that perhaps we need to let go of. Perhaps the areas we need to reevaluate to be able to see how much time and what we're prioritising. God, thank You this morning that You desire for us to grow, that You want to germinate seeds within our heart, Lord. Father, this morning, as people stand here, Lord Jesus, with their hearts open to You, Lord God, Father, I pray that they would be able to hear Your voice like they've never heard before, Lord Jesus. Father, that they would be able to hear directly from You, Lord God, the things that are holding them back. Father, for the areas of their heart that have perhaps have been hardened, Lord God. Father, this morning that You would be able to come and You would be able to do a work within their hearts, softening their heart, growing them, Lord God. Father, that they would hold on to that promise this morning that there is so much more ahead. Father, the people who have had promises in the past that have laid dormant. Father, this morning, as they look and they, they, um, they cultivate their heart this morning, Father, I pray that You'll start to stir, stir those seeds up again. Father, that new growth would be produced, Lord God. Father, growth, Lord Jesus, that would impact our, our world, our nations, Lord God. Father, I pray this morning for people who don't know You, who desire for something different in their life, Lord God. Father, I pray this morning that as they give their heart to You, as they simply say, Jesus, I desire for You to come and live inside me. I desire to be changed. I am now Your son or Your daughter. Father, I pray for them. Father, I pray, Lord God, that their life would be radically changed. It would be totally switched around, Lord God. It would be like they were going one direction and now they're going the other, Lord God. Father, for new seasons of growth, Lord God, in Jesus' almighty Name. Thank You, God, for Your Holy Spirit. Thank You when Jesus left this earth that He left the gift of the Holy Spirit who encourages us 
who doesn't just leave us to be able to deal with things on our own, but desires to grow us so that we don't remain the same. Lord God, as we grow, Father, as we step out into our week this week, Lord God, Father, may we go deeper in You. May we prioritise You, Lord God. May we seek Your Kingdom above all else. May we know, Lord God, that You are our top priority. And then when we seek Your face first, that all these other things, they'll sort themselves out. We love you, Jesus, in your almighty name. Amen. Well, church, I hope that encouraged you this morning in your season of growth. You know, let's not just be Christians that just lay um, and stay dormant and flatline in our faith, right? Let's continue to go, where am I at? I wanna reevaluate this. I desire for God to help me and cultivate my heart. I desire for new growth. In Jesus' Name.